This is Shaco Art Speak. Hey, welcome to Shaco Art Speak. It's me, Ryan Laterio, with Dr. Gareth Blackwell. I say that slowly because sometimes my name is uh, confused with Lupinario or Lacerio or Lumario or, you know, or just L O. I've been called different things or just stereo, which is weird. Yeah, sometimes um, my name gets confused with snack smell yeah. and other things like that. Yeah, so. and I don't know who would ever start that. Dude, I don't but I, it's I, crazy. I'm, I'm there to keep it going. I tell you what, though, I've heard it several times, so it must be catching. It's catching. A lot of people are, are really seeing it for what it is, and we couldn't be more thankful for you, Dr. <laughs> snack smell. Um, Appreciate you. So big shout out. We got great news. Um, uh, the Builder has won another film festival award. Yes, it has. We have gotten best feature documentary at the Southern States Indie Fan Film Fest. Uh, yeah, so just hugely, kind of blown away, man. Yeah, hugely yeah. blown away by that. Yeah. Uh, really fantastic. It was. Yeah. It's one of those, uh, you, you rarely get a good email at like 1030 at night. Yeah. But this one was a Or good a good one phone call after yeah. that. So because Gareth called me after and then I... <laughs> was in uh, going into slumberland, and then I was yelling at the top of my lungs. Thankfully, I don't live in an apartment where I would have woke up my neighbors. You just woke up all your kids. I woke up my kids who were already awake. Um, so we were really excited about that. And, uh, you know, so we have, you know, we're a nonprofit, so, you know, we're not, that means we don't have a lot of money. And so, <laughs> yes. at all, especially with COVID. So we, if you go to our website um, and you go to uh Shaco Art Space Studios. Click mm-hmm. on shacoartspace.com, go to Shaco Art Space Studios, click on the builder, and it'll bring up an option to view the film, or mm-hmm. it'll also take you to builder.com, which is where you can get a little more information about the film. It's called The Builder. If you are interested in art, if you're interested in the value of art, if you're interested in helping other people better appreciate that or see that, this film is for you. It's the kind of film you can show to your friends that are not artists. Oh, and yeah, I, I, I think they'll come away... Uh, better understanding what you do mm-hmm. and why it matters. And you may even find that some of them are provoked into collecting art mm-hmm. or that you yourself may change. So um, you can view this for a limited time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we encourage you to do it. We really want people to see it. And yes. um, so, so check it out. It'll take you to a link to uh, Vimeo. And you can actually get the film there. So um, yeah, all that information will be in the show notes yep. as well. So we will make it super easy for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you so, want to check it out, please yeah, do. Please do. So we're really excited about that. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be doing a, 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 a concise topic today on grants, and so not Cary Grant and not Hugh Grant. Yeah, but actually, <laughs> but actually, like getting grants, getting it's called get money. <laughs> by me, by getting people to like your project. <laughs> oh man, and, and that's tough, right? Because I think some of the, uh, really, this is going to be like a first step, like a toe in the water. Right, yep. talking about grants, because I think some of the, the, the best things uh, is we have to kind of dispel some information, right? You got to kind of throw out some of the bad, uh, the bad stuff that you maybe hear. Um, but you also need to uh, kind of condense some things down to some of the yep. most important points. Right. So we have to start the process well. Uh, you know, we have to understand that uh, if we don't have success within grant writing, um, that doesn't always mean that our project is a bad project. Uh, it doesn't always mean that it shouldn't be done. Right. But um, I think we, we take it that way. Right. Like, right. Oh, oh, I didn't get the grant. So they must think my work is garbage. Right. There's a lot more that goes into it. So uh, I would look at this short conversation as like an expansion mm-hmm. of maybe the conversation of grants beyond yes. what we might have had before um, as individuals, because this isn't really covered in art school. You yeah. Know, I, mean, I never had a class where they were like, yeah. let's talk to you about grants and grant writing. Yeah. Um, at least not on the art side of things. Um, 
so it's an expansion in some ways, but it's also con- a contraction of some of the others where yeah. it's like, you need to stop thinking in these ways because they're not helpful and they're also not true. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, I just wanted to have the conversation today to talk about that because, you know, like you said, we're a nonprofit, so we have experience of yep. writing grants and being turned down for them. Yep. Um, we are also artists who have written grants and been turned down yep. for them. Um, but, you know, beautifully, uh, across the board in all those areas, we've also been awarded grants yep. for things. So yeah, and there's a great a great line. It's it, it's turned down for what? Yeah, turned down for what? Turned down for the next next better thing. Turned down for what? <laughs> you, I didn't know that was about grants. It's crazy. I'm about to yeah. go back and listen to the song. Listen to the song again. It'll um, change your mind. But yeah, so I think the 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 first thing is really kind of talk real quickly about how like making sure that your project actually kind of aligns with the grant you're looking for. So how do you know that a project is worth applying for a grant? Right. You know, and I think that's kind of the first question we can bat around a little bit is, yeah. uh, so that is to say that not all projects are grant worthy projects. Yep. That doesn't mean that they're not worth doing. Yeah. It just means that grants are specific things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they're not just free money. Yeah. Um, and so you have to have, a, uh, you have to see, I think you have to see where the, uh, the flexibility in the project, you ever, you ever, Tried. Uh, how do you say this? This is dumb. You ever try to squeeze something through a passage that it doesn't naturally fit, but actually, if you squeeze it for a moment, you can pass it through like a cord or you know, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. a curtain through a rod or I don't mm-hmm. know, whatever. Or yeah, yeah, and a, a rod through a curtain or not a curtain through a rod. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. No, like I'm thinking of those like like little like rings that you pull your curtain through and it holds the curtain together. Yeah. You know, as so the curtain squunches down to pass the ring and it flares back out. It's decorative. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times where you have to crunch down the range of the concepts you're working with in your work to yes. fit through the parameters of the given um, grant requirements. And by doing that, the feeling is you're compromising something of the work. Mm-hmm. What I would, and what I would just throw out there right away is like, that's the temptation to feel. But the truth is, sometimes what you're doing is you're forming the work into a, a connective, um, um, you know, uh, what do you call that? Like fixture or a way of connecting and locking in so that transaction of meaning and importance of the project can occur to recipients that have yes. uh, a set uh, connection parameters. Mm-hmm. And that narrowing to connect doesn't exclude the expansion of the project. No, it just allows for the connection to be. It's like it's like the gas pump in a car. It's like those two things are a certain size. They look a certain way. They have to fit together to fuel something much larger. Oh yeah. And so you're not really compromising the project necessarily by fashioning the nature of the project more keenly to the requirements of the grant giver. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's perfect because really like when we think about grants, I think we put it in the same space as patronage, yeah. right? Where we say, Oh, somebody's writing a check for me to do my stuff. Yeah. And there are grants that do that, right? Yeah. There are just grants for practicing what you yep. practice. Um, those are out there, but the majority of grants are not going to be that they're going to yeah. be specified. They're going to come from organizations yep. with very specific viewpoints and things that they want to see accomplished and ways that they want to promote themselves and your work. Um, so when we think about grants, it really is that discussion of we are not looking for sponsorship. We are looking for partnership. Yeah. Right. And even if that partnership is heavily weighted on your side as the artist or designer or maker, um, the partnership's still there. Yeah. Right. You're you're working with an organization that wants to see certain things happen. You know, so I think one thing when I start to look at like, you know, is this project kind of grant worthy? 
it is first and foremost, does it have the relational capacity to have a partnership on any level, as mm-hmm. basic as it may be, with the organization? Yeah. So uh, most organizations that are providing grants are going to tell you, uh, first and foremost, here are the types of things that we fund. So the easiest research you can do is, does this work for me? Well, mm-hmm. let's look at the grants they've done in the past. Are these organizations or artists that are similar to me? Mm-hmm. Have they done this before? Um, also, what sort of categories are yeah. they wanting to give grants for? So some folks may say something like, we give grants for you know education, small business development, and arts and culture. Well, if I don't see arts and culture as the first one, I'm probably not going to spend my time on that. Mm-hmm. Because yes, they give money to that, but they're going to do it at such a level that the scrutiny is going to be much higher because they will give out fewer of those. Yeah. So just by understanding that sort of system, I can start to see, okay, this is maybe not yeah, any, you wait, you end up weighing partner. the cost of the time more yes. keenly to the project. Like if the project has some way that it breaks into their other categories and their mission statement about their organization, then maybe you take a, a kind of a anomalous jab at it. You're like, yeah. we might this project might be an anomaly enough that it works, but I'm not going to spin my wheels there. Generally speaking, unless that's the case. Yeah, because it really, I mean, these are not. Grants will not take you a short amount of time. Yeah. They will take you weeks yeah, yeah. to write, even small ones, because you're going to have to write and sit with it, let yeah. somebody else look at it, get some yeah. feedback, have some critique, um, and craft and recraft and recraft. Yeah. You know, it's it's the same thing. You know, you, you're not going to sit here and be like, oh, I got, you know, somebody wants a painting tomorrow. I guess I'll start tomorrow morning. Yeah. You know, like, but that's how we approach grants a lot. Yeah. We think it's this, it's a quick, fast process. And it's not. It's, it's, it's a, I've thought that for years. I mean, it, it's it's something you want to think. Yeah, you wish for. Because uh, once you get into it, you're just like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is so long. Yeah, not everything works like Taco Bell. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Fast in, fast. fast out. <laughs> no, it's very much fast food. It, it is a yeah. different, a different experience, right? So, and I think that's that's kind of the first step. Is like, you know, does your project align? Yeah. Um, and and if it doesn't, that's fine. Move on to a different one. There are so many grant giving organizations out there that whatever project you have doesn't have to change to actually fit with an organization. You just have to find the better partner. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is always the case, right? Like nobody's nobody's stopping you from having millions of friends, but you probably got a few really close friends, right? Yep. Like it's the same thing that happens. Um, there are plenty of organizations out there that might give you grant money, but there are probably a few organizations out there that are very much in line with what you do, yep. why you do it. Um, which I think is kind of into the second point, which is you really have to understand and be able to very cogently write about like who you actually are, yeah. what you do and yeah, why it matters. It matters. Yep. You know, so if you can't give those answers to a grant committee very clearly and very succinctly, they're going to be like, oh, they're, they're wandering all over the place. Yep. You they got to so, see it. Cause I mean, you know, most grant applications are like, tell us about your multi-year project in 700 words. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how do I do that? Yeah. Um, a lot of crafting, a lot of yep. wordsmithing. Yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a huge amount of actually knowing who you are, right. Which, which fits right into the stuff we talk about a mm-hmm. lot. Um, so how do you know who you are? Well, sometimes you have to ask other people. Um, sometimes they have to tell you a bit yep. about who you are. Um, it also takes a good amount of reflection mm-hmm. on what you've already done. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, forward thinking that that reflection actually spurs you to look into the future and say, well, what does that mean moving forward? Um, and, and, you know, writing about ourselves is usually not something that we're really taught in art school either. I mean, mm-hmm. I I have some gross assumptions that have been <laughs> laid to waste um, about certain things, uh, especially about just the basics of writing an artist statement. Yeah. Right. Like it, even something as basic as that is rarely yeah. taught yeah, in, yeah, a, yeah. in a very specific way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So most of us have a hard time entering the grant proposal space because mm-hmm. all of it is writing. Yeah. And the irony is, I mean, so, you know, I've got two master's degrees and a bachelor's degree and I had a pro practices class in my senior year at Sac State. And then you got your, when you're in grad school, you're going to have to write at some point. So, you know, you're writing in grad school. And then I had a, and in my MFA, Joe Seipel at VCU taught a pro practice class. We had to write a long, a medium, and a short artist statement. Yeah. And we had some writers come in. But the truth was, um, the truth is that those were like isolated points. And generally speaking, so even when these kinds of offerings are there, they're typically not reinforced in an understandable way like through the course of your studio practice and education. So it's like, like you don't... Like they're not contextualized? Yeah, they're not, they're not contextualized, so you, you mm-hmm. don't always feel or see the relevance. Therefore, it's not yeah. put into practice. And so then it feels like a timeout from what matters mm-hmm. and not a part and parcel to. And so then you get out into the world and these feel like these like difficult timeouts. And a lot of what it seems like I'm seeing from grants that we've applied to, and Gareth has done a lot of grant writing, is um, a lot of it's just about understanding how to write. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, true. not to not to demean the conversation, no, no, totally. but to say like it comes back to like uh, basic functions of writing. And I mean, if one of the basic functions of getting a gallery show is knowing how to paint, yeah, you know, if that's one of the basic functions, then it, then this makes sense, right? So yeah. It's usually transferable. Yeah. If, if one of the basic functions of getting a grant is is being able to do the writing, yeah, and and sadly, that's just not something we do a whole lot of in our sure. culture, unless you're in specific fields. Yep. Um, you know, and I think at all points, like we want to write, mm-hmm. right? But we also have a very hard time providing like beefy content yeah. in small spaces. It's yeah. either very expansive and wanders, um, or we think it says more than it actually does. Yeah, I think it, it becomes yeah. a bit vapid. Yep. Um, just especially, a bit I think, especially to your point, as someone who struggles to write meaning myself, um, to be known by other people. Like I have, you know, you and especially like long-term, my wife, Laura has always been a strong check and balance for me when it comes to writing because I'm not naturally a good writer. Like I have to really work at it and, um, I I can get impatient. Like I'd rather just speak it than say it like that kind of thing. Um, and so I have to have people that know me outside of myself. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way I've ever been able to improve at all with writing is like to have repetitiously people that just see me for where I'm at can hear me and and see how much I'm missing. I'm not actually saying what I think I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but we, uh, you know, over and over again, they do these surveys a few years after you graduate art school and the things that come back that the students say that they always wish they had learned more about was how to write about themselves or talk about themselves and write about their work or talk about their work. Yep. They say that's always the most important thing, which makes sense because in art school, we're very much engaged in the making, yep. right? We, we, you know, there's so many skills we can learn. There's so much polish that we can do with things. There's so much critique that needs to happen mm-hmm. to improve and really deepen our skills to almost a like muscle memory level yep. that um, it is hard to find the space where we can say, but once you leave these walls you will get into a place where predominantly the central part of your work will be talking about you and it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not super sexy either. No. You know, it's not like, oh, good. So my job as a graphic designer will be talking about myself and my my design work. Yeah. 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 yeah a large yeah. part yeah. of it, at least. It's museums, curators prefer, I mean, you, you know, art, artists that can articulate themselves uh, both uh, in, in speech, you know, verbalizing them, mm-hmm. their concepts, but also uh, writing them down. 
um, it violates the the first premise or assumption is that the work should speak for itself for, for many folks, which yes. uh, has merit, but also it can be a hindrance to the, the, the full manner of communication that um, I think oftentimes um, separates folks. And it's like why so many people when you're in school, like, you know, being at a top tier university, um, uh, I've gone to a million artist talks. Yeah. And they are always met with high level expectation. There's an embedded assumption that the artist is going to articulate something important. Um, and oftentimes those talks are a letdown pre- based yeah, on yeah. the prior assumptions of expectation. I've rarely mm-hmm. seen someone deliver um, the kind of uh, just communication that is it that that is loaded with expectation that actually meets it. Like I've, I've, yeah. I've honestly not seen that. And that's not because I'm so awesome or it's just that you've just seen people kind of let down and it's like, well, maybe because, um, there's something amiss in the way these things are, are really together. So they're not cultivated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, they're not brought into focus together because when you do see it, it's breathtaking. You're like, wow, the insight Yes. It's incredible. And I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen the other more often. I've seen flippancy, condescension, compensation, uh, jargon, mm-hmm. um, you know, biding time. And um, or, you know, just somebody who just that's just not their wheelhouse. And they're like, I'm a maker. I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll do yeah, the talk because yeah. I want to do studio visits, but I, I'm a terrible public speaker. And it's like, that's very true. And yeah, it happens. It happens, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that there is a there is a tendency where we can we mistake uh, talking deeply about our work mm-hmm. and its connection to the world and mm-hmm. people around us. We mistake that for something that probably and this is going to sound pretty harsh, but um, that kind of looks a little bit more like looking through somebody's photos after they've gone on a trip. Yeah, you know, like it's just I'm just going to kind of catalog what I've done. Yeah, and then I'm going to hope that that comes together for you. Yep. And I think a lot of that is we don't necessarily have the vocabulary or the frameworks mm-hmm. to really start to understand how we talk about that work. Yeah. Um, and so I mentioned it earlier, but really like kind of one of the best ways to start thinking about your work in respect to how you can write about it is answering three questions of who are you, what do you do and why does it matter? Yeah. Um, Cause I think a lot, often we, we get the first two questions down, no problem. Mm-hmm. And that's what we share a lot of the time. And that's usually what, um, I have seen students when they've applied for different things, um, they will talk about who they are and what they do. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Um, but it's hard when you're trying to do something based on, um, you know, a, a rubric or merit or something like yeah. that to just say, oh, well, this person and what they do should get the funding. Mm-hmm. I, I always have to have that third category of yeah. why, why does it matter? Yeah. Right? Does it matter for uh, this cause? Are you part of a conversation this big? Do you have a skill set that you're developing? Are mm-hmm. you matching up with community organizations? Like, there's a lot of ways that we can talk about why what we do matters. Yeah. Um, but just to your to your point about the work speaking for itself, um, you've got to give me that context and some yeah, framework. It's not obvious. And then it can yeah. really speak. And it's not inauthentic to the work if you have to actually explain it. It doesn't mean that the work is deficient necessarily. It just mm-hmm. means that like uh, we understand and comprehend in various ways. And sometimes you have to expedite the understanding by yeah. other modes of communication that help someone get to the connection quicker that make it plain, put it into a, put it into a narrative context. Um, people need to understand the, why this matters mm-hmm. um, because they want to give, 
the transaction of value to see it actually matter. They want to oh, yeah. they want to be behind the story, and they're also looking at you as as some kind of representative of their institution. And, and let's say it's their donors who have given money to a, an institution in order for that money to be uh, allocated as grants based on certain criterion. Mm-hmm. So you have grant uh, givers or whatever whatever you want to call it, like that are that are also honoring the criterion that was set before them from those that have donated money to this organization. Right. Yeah. And so they're, they're aware of, of, of the brand and mission and the feel. Um, and so I would, you know, I would say that like, I've said this about art school and teachers, you need to research more what you're applying to. Yes. In respect of what you're applying to. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes we don't dig enough in just like, I don't think we always dig enough into like what school to go to mm-hmm. or teachers to study with. I'm always saying that I'm like, did you look into who you're studying with? No, not as much. Like I just looked at it's the best school. Well, what makes it the best school? It may not be the best school for you. It may not be the best grant application for you. Did you look into who's funding? Did yeah. you look at what they funded in the past? Do you look at what their mission statement is and what that means and why it does or does not matter? Mm-hmm. Like you gotta, you gotta, um, give more time to it, which is difficult. It, I mean, this comes back to like a discussion we'll have later, but it's like, you know, um, I want to talk about time a little bit because mm-hmm. that's a, it's, it's a, you, you've got to make trade-offs, yeah. you know, um, to really sit down and, and invest in this. And, you know, Gareth knows this better than I, because Gareth has done, like I said before, a lot more, um, grant applications than I have. Um, and, uh, it's a taxing and tedious process, but I also think because you've done it enough, there is, it's always work, but there is muscle memory and there is, um, like mm-hmm. you said, wordsmithing and crafting that becomes a little more, um, there are redundancies you start to find yeah. that make you able to step in at a quicker rate in certain places where you can. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. a genre. Yeah, I mean, it's like genre. it's, it, right. and it's one of those things where like, you know, if you can pick out, you know, 18th century, you know, expansionist painting mm-hmm. and say, Oh, I see the hallmarks of that genre. Then, you can probably pick and start to understand the hallmarks of the genre of grant writing. Yeah. Right. But you don't do it by just looking on the outside and saying, what is it? Help me. Give me a rubric. Um, just like anything, anything else, like your first painting, your first sculpture, your first design was probably garbage, you yeah. know, looking back. Um, and that's fair. It's expected. Yeah. Your first grant may not be successful, yeah. but it might, but it might, you know, and, and the thing is, is this hashtag the builder, <laughs> the sooner you get to, um, the sooner you can get to like a volume of applying for those things, like the, the easier that becomes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Familiar. Um, and, and also it's easier for you to become a proponent for yourself. Right. We're, we're fantastic at being proponents for a lot of things. We yeah. will, we will tout and preach all kinds of stuff yeah. from sports teams to political parties, to uh, the people we're dating, to what our friends, eat. to the restaurants. Right. Um, I mean, you've heard us tout Taco Bell on here left and right. So we're not, you know, uh, not a part of this, but the, uh, the thing is that we get to, it and then we're just like, ah, I just don't, I don't, I don't feel like I should talk about myself. Right. Like, well, who will? Yeah. You know, who will in a constructive way yeah, that yeah, contextualizes yeah. your way. work yep. in a way that means that it should live and move forward. Right. Um, and that's hugely important. Um, but I think the, you know, the, the last real point kind of charting a little bit of this terrain, um, it's talking about that the reality of the grant process is you will get turned down more then you will get accepted. Yeah. Like you will always like, you know, if you're, if you're batting one out of 10 in the grant proposal space, you're probably doing really, really well. Yeah, really well. So we have to also temper those expectations. Yep. Um, you know, so this is the, this is the, um, if we had the expansion with the other topics, this is the contraction mm-hmm. where we just kind of say, yeah, calm down. Like just because you applied, just because your work is great, just because you had even a good grant application doesn't mean that 
that gets accepted. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of other circumstances going on. Most organizations that grant funds to folks for different things, uh, they also have people on their board that are always trying to identify the people they should grant Mm -hmm. the money to. Yep. And if that's the case, that may mean that an organization giving out 15 grants a year may only have two that are still open. That are, yeah. And that's, you know, it's no knock on you. And there are seasons where you're just not going to be the most desirable recipient, like the person they want to, because there's alternative agendas or there's just clear agendas for, for, uh, organizations that are giving out grant money. And so, um, I think, I think, uh, really, uh, allocating a certain amount of time and energy with a very patient and sober expectation is, is key. It is it's tar- targeting these, uh, which ones can I rhythmically apply to? Which ones are one-offs? Uh, how much time can I give to this, uh, to the, you know, uh, while also balancing my checkbook while also making sure my, you know, my bills are paid and I got mm-hmm. my job, my studio practice, like, you know, and then where am I willing to burn the midnight oil because yeah. this one is like worth that energy to apply for? And I think those yep. are all, you know, overlapping with different categories of, of of that need to be sort of folded into like a yearly plan. Yeah, definitely. And the other thing is just because you get turned down from a grant doesn't mean the work is useless. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. you know, to in the holistic sense, like it, it benefited you because you were able to write more about it. You learned yeah. some stuff. That's all great. But also like, I mean, there have been grants that we've applied for that, you know, we've had the bulk of the material yep. and we can come back to it yep. because we found another organization that right. matches up right. with so it. So the work was done. So now it's still working for us. Yeah. Because your project hasn't changed. Yeah. Like you're not, you know, hopefully you're not going out and just saying, oh, here's grant money. I'll build a project project around yeah. it. Um, hopefully Here's the, the thing too, there. I'll say this, on average, if you're looking at the projects are hollow and it's really about, I want money to do this yeah. hypothetical thing that I'm not really sure about, but it's really like, I want money to support me as an artist in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think your work, your, your vision of the projects will suffer. Oh, and yeah. so it'll be apparent to the uh, grant givers. It will. It'll it, feel way it'll feel, too in line. Yeah. 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 There'll be, it'll just, it, it'll lack a certain authenticity. On average, not to say that someone can't pull off a last minute, like throw, you know, something and see if it sticks kind of thing. Yeah. But generally speaking, if, if you're always looking at it as a means towards another end, it's like, like, it's not like, that's the question. Like, why does it matter? It, it can't be secretly be, well, cause I just want money to be in my studio mucking around. Yeah. It, it, it's like that you're free to do that and you're free to try, but I'm just saying, generally speaking, I don't think, I think people can read that and they can tell the difference between someone who's like got an original yes. kind of like solid uh, like there's authorship and it, why it matters becomes abundantly clear. Mm-hmm. And the, on the basis of that, they accept or reject it. Yeah. You know, there, so I think a lot of folks are tempted to just be like, well, I just need grants because people should support me. Well, and you know, and, and to that end, there are a number, I would say the majority of grants that I've, I've talked to and kind of gone through with stuff is the uh, idea that like they are always going to be asking about what kind of in-kind support there is. So what things have you already brought to this project? What are you already contributing? So things that have not yet been kind of started, um, you know, they get a different look. I'm not going to say that they're unsuccessful, but they get a different look because they're like, oh, well, you're not even invested in your work. You're mm-hmm. just waiting for us to invest in it. And and that can be seen by the committee because these are, these are savvy folks. These they savvy do people. this. A lot of people yeah. that are giving out grants, they do this as a living. Yeah. Um, so if they I can, can put it this that. way, I, I handle money. I worked at an art store mm-hmm. and you get so good with the intuitive fill of money when someone gave you counterfeit money without thinking you could feel the difference. Oh yeah. And so then it would cause you to pause and then take a closer look to, to confirm whether it's a counterfeit. When you're kind of counterfeiting it, 
there's a look and feel intuitively from just processing these where you spot a counterfeit, you know, you can actually, yeah. Can, and you know, things that seem phony, uh, usually are. Yeah. Um, so that comes through. So don't get discouraged if you don't get these things, right. There's a lot of reasons for that. Keep going. Yep. Um, and you know, this is, this is just the tip of the iceberg, maybe the tip of the tip of the iceberg yeah, when he talks is, about grants. Yeah, this is just um, a below 30. So we're just trying to keep it below 30 on this. Yeah, and I but, think we yeah. successfully can. Yeah. So, and we, uh, yeah. And we want to, so like this is this is also, we're going to come back to this. Like we've got some things in the work as far as some grants we're applying to. And I think, you know, in our in our future, there's some grant workshops, some grant writing workshops coming in. And so we want to get this idea out there to get get some feedback, get, get your thoughts on it. Um, and I think, you know, be on the lookout. I think, I think you're going to find that we've got some practical stuff coming your way. Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, I think will be to your benefit. Um, as we're, we're navigating this ourselves, we haven't, you know, we're not speaking out of like, uh, success alone or, you know, not learning still, but, um, there is some experience there and it's daunting. Mm-hmm. So we're also saying this because we've gone through, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've thought and felt all these things, <laughs> right. We've done projects where we're like, we just need to get money. Yeah. I mean, so it's not like, it's not like we're not, uh, right there wrestling with this. So, yeah. This comes from yeah. very personal experience, yeah, personal experience. And you know, it's also the understanding that there's a lifespan of grants. It's not just yeah. get the money and now we're done. There's yep. other stuff beyond that. And you know, we'll get into that in the future. Yep. Um, you know, in subsequent parts, but, um, we got an inter- interesting topic for you next week. So you will want to tune in. It'll be, it'll be a kind of a studio based, uh, topic that'll, I think, uh, sort of link up well with the, um, well, studio critique discussion. So we've mm-hmm. got these different themes that are running in different directions. So, um, yeah, just be excited. We got, we got more coming for you, uh, next week. Yep. And we'll, as always, uh, we're thankful for you and do check out the builder. This is a limited time opportunity. And we, and if you would, uh, you know, if you're a fan, like, let us know, um, you know, uh, give us a rating on iTunes for our, our podcast. Um, you know, uh, give us a review and, um, share the film with other people, you know, uh, pass yes, it please. around, please. We, we want this film to get into as many hands as possible. I think it's encouraging and the effect of it is fruitful. People mm-hmm. are, are, people are wanting to visit and uh, see the gallery and see Richmond and, and think more deeply about collecting and supporting artists. So if yeah. that's at the heart of who you are in any kind of way, this is for you. Yeah. So thank you all. As always, you're a fantastic audience. We love you and we'll catch you next time. Peace. You've been listening to Shaco Art Speak, a production of Shaco Art Space. We are an independent nonprofit art gallery in Richmond, Virginia. We can be found online at shacoartspace.com and in real life in historic Shaco Bottle.